Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. A one, two, three, four. Markov wins the draw. There's Montour. Bad advantage for the Panthers. Burns and Bennett come together. Bennett with the puck. Bennett, cross ice. Kachuk scores! He does it again! Matthew Kachuk, a minute 51 seconds into overtime. A quick exit down the runway. What were you saying to the guys on the ice right after that goal? Boston 10. He sounds just like his dad. That's Matthew Kachuk after scoring that winner against Carolina the other night. Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, joins us here on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Brooke Carey and Randy Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing? Randy, I'm awesome today. How are you? Everything's good. Don't you love the demeanor of that guy? He's If ever there was a father's son, Matthew Kachuk is Keith Kachuk's son, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and you put Brady right there with him. I'll tell you something. When I saw that... And you watch what he's doing, you just realize that he's found a whole other level in the NHL. And I, I was, you know, we, we were on a text chain with, with Panger and Joey Vitale, John Kelly. And yeah, I had just, I, I don't know that the league, I mean, we haven't seen a player like, like Matthew Kachuk since Jerome McGinley, what, back in 07, 08, maybe. And, you know, it's just fun to watch. But the way he's dominating, he's been clutch, and then he just seems to control that scenario. It's pretty clear he may have the A on his jersey, but he might just be the captain of that team. Well, Curbs, I want to ask you, we get a couple of texts coming in this morning kind of wanting to know the same thing. I'm sure you saw the report coming out this weekend from The Athletic that Doug Armstrong um, is possibly on the move. Is there a lot that you're making of this kind of report tying him to the Maple Leafs right now? No, you know what? I, I Okay, first off, I have not texted Doug or asked him anything. He's involved with the World Championships. Uh, I Did this one to me? No, like, I, I don't know what is in his contract. The, the report that came out, it originally, and I don't think it was the athletic originally, but there, there was an, a report that came out that said, okay, who would be the candidates for Toronto? And then the, the idea behind that was, Brendan Shanahan said he obviously wants an experienced general manager. In the article, that, that again, this one was not the athletic, but it mentioned that there could be somebody like a Doug Armstrong uh, if, and this was the big part here that gets overlooked, if there was a clause in his contract that would allow him out. I, and uh, th- that one would surprise me. Uh, look, if Doug was a free agent, I think that would be a spectacular location for him. But, um, I've got no inside knowledge of what his contract looks like or anything like that, but no, I don't. I don't see much smoke on that one, in my opinion. And it seems like, based upon what we've read here, that Brendan Shanahan interfered with what Kyle Dubas was trying to accomplish. If you're Army and you have pretty much autonomy here in St. Louis, and by the way, a market that's much less stressful than Toronto, you don't want somebody like Brendan Shanahan interfering with you trying to build a team. Well, let me throw this at you, like. I'm not sure, like, what what is Brendan Shanahan won with the Toronto Maple Leafs doing it that way? You know, like, you know, he's the one that brought in Kyle Dubas. Uh, all this has been underneath Brendan Shanahan. And, you know, the funny part about this, and this is, there is some legitimacy to this. Like, you know, Kyle Dubas was, is made out to be this, this amazing general manager. And they've won one playoff round in five years. Yeah. Yeah. 
on this rebuild. I mean, put, put this into perspective with Brendan Shanahan as the president and Kyle Dubas as the general manager. They've won one playoff round in five years, and they did this by getting first overall picks, fourth overall picks. I mean, they, they've had high draft picks. The Blues have had more success than them and haven't picked higher than, than 19th. So I'm not so sure other than, you know, Toronto being the, you know, the center of the hockey universe, you know, how that management team is being made out to be this spectacular group because the success doesn't back up uh, the case for either Dubas or Shanahan. So, you know, along those lines, I just think that you're absolutely right, Randy. Doug Armstrong has one person that he answers to here in St. Louis, and that's, that's Mr. Stillman. That's it. Uh, and and he does and and so yeah to go where you know take a general manager job where you'd have to check in with Brendan Shanahan and, and deal with more than that I, I don't see that happening unless Brendan Shanahan said okay I'll, I'll give you complete autonomy but that isn't going to happen either but again like I said I, I think there's I, I think somebody's just throwing some noodles at the wall on this one when mm-hmm. it just comes to ideas. Sure. Curves. We're talking about Armstrong, uh, Doug Armstrong, and, and Matthew Kachuk, and we've had texts from fans their frustration when you see how well Matthew Kachuk is playing right now. Uh, him not being here in a Blues uniform was there ever any realistic chance of him being here? And was there something more that Army could have done to get that get that to get him here? Well, I don't uh, something more. I don't know. Uh, was there a chance? Yeah, the, the the Blues are one of I believe two or three teams that were really in the thick of it right right to the end. I, I talked to one person that, that said we actually thought we might have had it. Um, you know, but something more, I don't know how much more. As soon as Florida stepped up and offered Jonathan Huberto, who had just had a 114-point season, and Mackenzie Weger, who was a top-four defenseman, uh, you know, Brett Trey Living made a move knowing that he had just lost Johnny Gaudreau. And so – did, did the Blues have a 100-point player in, in their system to, to trade them? And, and keep in mind, now, we just saw Brad Trey living uh, be let go by the Calgary Flames, right? I mean, he's a guy that, that's being rumored potentially for a couple of general managers' jobs, in, including maybe even the one in Toronto. So uh, Brad Trey living kind of knew that, okay, I just lost Johnny Gaudreau. He flew the coup. Matt Kachuk has said he's not going to resign. And he went on and he picked up a 100-point player in, in Huberto. I mean, that's... I don't think that one was in the end about the St. Louis Blues. I think in the end it was about what Florida was able to offer, and then Brad Trey Living took it. I, I think that's misplaced frustration on the part of Blues fans. Curbs, let's talk about a couple of the Blues prospects, starting with Zach Bolduc, who has led his club, the Quebec Ramparts, to the QMJHL Championship. 19 points in 18 playoff games. You love to see that. It's, and these guys in the, the Quebec League, they score a ton of points. But it does, even in that league, get a little bit different at playoff time. I like to see that guy step up at this time of year. Yeah, and, and according to some reports, too, he's, he's been a very physical player, or a lot more physical here in these playoffs as well. Um, and probably about 20 minutes ago, Randy, I, I, I retweeted um, a link. Carlo Koliakovo uh, was on a set, kind of breaking down that final game that Quebec just played, and and Bolduc was a big part of it. If fans want to go watch it, but you know, th- there's four teams left. It's good that the development and, and winning, if, if even just getting to that Memorial Cup tournament where it's your one of four teams left of all the Canadian junior teams, that you learn how you've got to elevate your game. You learn how uh, you've got to come together as a team, and, and winning does important things like that. So. Um, it, it's a great thing to have him continuing to go in that tournament and continue to find success. And I, I look, 
in, in talking to some Blues people, probably with about a third of the season to go, they know that he's turning pro next year. Could he make this team? Sure. I mean, it's all up to him on, on what he wants to do. But uh, there's some defensive responsibility that they're going to want to see him work on and grow. So whether it be Springfield or here, it's going to be fun to watch him turn pro. And then the other one that I am intrigued by is Hofrey getting added to Canada's team for the, the World Championships. And we don't know how much he'll play, but just to be around that experience with that intensity, it's kind of like a playoff feel. And so for Hofer to be around that at a higher level, I think will really benefit him. Oh, that's huge. I mean, you're going to be in the locker room with NHL players. Uh, it has some of them. You're going to be playing against uh, some of the best in these other countries uh, with the NHL. You know, whittled down just a few teams left. So I think it's going to be a great experience for him just to be around it. I think it also, keep in mind, there, well, there's two aspects of this. One, kind of shows you maybe how in terms of the national team for pro players, for NHL players, how maybe, you know, the world championships have lost their luster a little bit. Uh, but two, I mean, it, it also, I think, speaks tremendous volumes as to where Joe Hofer sits in Doug Armstrong's mind in terms of his future. And what Joe Hofer showed Doug Armstrong this year earned him that spot. That, that, it's a great opportunity for him. Curbs, uh, how do you like what your Cardinals are doing? Boy, I like the turnaround. It's pretty, sports is a lot easier when players know exactly the roles when they come to the field, isn't it? That's yeah. a curious thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Curbs. I mean, I, I say that all the time, but like, <laughs> like sports isn't hard. Sports isn't hard. Although it's, it's also quite an amazing turnaround by the catcher in two weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, wow. He's a catcher. He's figured it out. Right. But, uh, but you know what I love? Listen, Randy, I put this out there. I don't know. Except for maybe how the salary caps have impacted parity in a positive way in the leagues that have put them in, I don't know that there's been a more positively impactful rule than the pitch clock that baseball has used in the last 20 years. Agree 100%. It is, and it's not just the games being faster, which they are, but for me it's the pace of play and so much downtime that – especially on TV, allowed you to go somewhere else. Now there's action, and you, if you turn away, you might miss a home run. And when you're at the game, you don't get bored, you don't fall asleep. I think the pitch clock has been huge. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, and like you know, last night I'm watching the Guardians play the Mets, and, and you know, normally Sunday night baseball, if you wanted to watch that, you'd have to block off a four-hour window. You know, like this is just dragging on. It's no, I, I think it's been fantastic. I like the turnaround, and thank goodness the Cardinals are in the division that they're in. And you know, to be what four or five five games under five hundred and four or five games out of first place. That's thank goodness we're in the division. But <laughs> but they're playing well. It's fun. Keep it going and see where it goes. I, I enjoy, listen. I've gotten to the point. Then you and I have talked about this a ton, Randy. Like. I can sit down and watch any individual game and enjoy the game for what it is and, and not have to get too wrapped up in the, in the, the, the highs and lows of the uh, you know fanatical fan, I guess. Yeah, it's but still be a huge fan, right? It'd be a, a huge fan, but don't have it guide your emotions on a particular day, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Curbs, have a great week. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy your holiday weekend too. All right, you three. Thanks. Have a terrific weekend. All right, brother. That is Chris Kerber, voice of your St. Louis Blues, here on 101 ESPN.